We want to be. <laughs> we want to be better. We need to be better. We, we want, want to, to be, be better. No, no, that word didn't work. <laughs> okay, we, we want, want to, to be, be better. better. We're back. Oh, we are back. Back in We're the studio. It. We feel really bad because <laughs> we took a long, quite a hiatus. Yes. Yeah, but and a lot has happened in that time. We had our live show. Yes, we did. Yeah, so any of our listeners that came along, thank you so much for coming. We had a really good time. Um, we – oh, well, do you want to tell them about – What? Do you want to tell them about the guy? Oh, I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> so Bianca and I went out one night. And, like, look, we just want to say this has never happened to us mm. before. That's why we're mentioning it. Yes. It's not bigging ourselves up. No. But no. So we one other thing that has happened while we've been away is my husband retired from right. playing AFL. Yeah, yes. Yes, that's a big thing. Big thing. Like, yeah, he's at home just standing over my shoulder like, Oh, so what are you doing today? And I'm like, Oh my god. Go and find something to do. Take a walk around the block. I know constantly doing that. all the light bulbs in the house yesterday. Yes. Like <laughs> And he made you go into every room and look at how bright it was. He's like, Look, look at this. I've changed like, all the light globes. Great Liam. Got lots to do. Yeah. Um but we were out mm. and a man, a tall white man came up to us mm. and he goes, oh, hi, excuse me. And I thought, oh, God, he's going to – like, yeah. he's, he's clearly going to say something about Liam. Like, oh. Yeah, huge fan. Huge fan. Pico, bloody good career. And we just sort of paused for a minute. Yeah. And then he goes, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Oh, we nearly fell out of our chairs. Almost. I was so shocked. Could have knocked me over with a feather. He is a straight white cis man. Fan of the podcast. And listens even... to our podcast. Wow. And I don't mean, now I feel really bad because now we're giving the straight, white, cis man all this attention when we've got so many lovely other listeners mm. and we're not trying to give him preferential treatment. Of course not. Because no. they get it in every aspect yeah. of life. Of course. We were just surprised. <laughs> we were just fully shocked. Yeah, I know. So it was, it was so surprising because I did not think we catered to that uh, audience. I mean, you know, but I guess... Um, well, we don't try to, to. We don't really try to cater to any audience. No. We just, look, we're I just think the thing that we're missing. I think the thing that Annie forgot to say in this story is that when he approached, we were looking at a video of ourselves, oh. which was the most embarrassing thing. So I, we we kind of got caught out in laughing at our own shit, really, which yeah. was quite embarrassing. So we were like, "Ah, oh, excuse me, can I help you?" And he's like, "I'm a really big fan." We're like, "Oh shit." This is really embarrassing. Um, We do that way too often. I think we make ourselves laugh more than we make anyone else else laugh. We put up that video and we were like wetting ourselves. And then there was like a couple of likes, a couple of comments, but we just looked at each other and we're like, I think we think we're funny than we are. I'm like, no. Yeah. (laughs) I was actually pissed. Um, And what else has happened? Um, Oh. Oh, fairly major incident with my dog. Yeah, look, I don't want to really bring it up, but I know <laughs> that a lot of people want to know what happened. But I was dog sitting for Annie, and yeah, I lost one of the dogs. So yeah, yeah. So this week's episode <laughs> <laughs> is um, about pet sitting. Pet sitting. Yeah. What to do and what not to do. I'll tell you what not to do: lose them. That's high up on the <laughs> priority checklist of what not to do. Um, yeah, look, it was an awful experience for me personally. I don't know how yeah. you went with it. 
Yeah. Look, I think we need to give a bit of background here, and that mm. is that I have this thing where every <laughs> single time I go away, something tragic happens to my pets. Yeah, you could have told me that beforehand. Mm. Yeah, it's it's not good. Because um, you, like, if I had have known that, I mean, obviously I'm going to take good care of them, but... You basically leave on holiday thinking, well, one of them's going to die because that's what always happens. Well, this is why I don't really go away. And that's also why I have to take like a lot of medication while I'm away because I'm constantly stressing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, like when I was pregnant with Maliki, I had to get my appendix taken out, my appendix ruptured. And I was 20 something weeks pregnant and I left my ferret with my, my, parents and my ferret was my world back then got a tattoo everything yeah. of her and um she my oh, it was obviously an emergency so I didn't I couldn't really tell them how best to look after her. I feel really bad about it but they didn't know that the human flu that ferrets are like the only animal or something that can tra- can transmit yeah. the human flu. Which is crazy that they can contract the human yeah. flu. My parents gave my ferret the flu and she died while I was in hospital for a week. Aww. And then I came out and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And then <laughs> um, my I went away and my beautiful rabbit that oh. I used to have breakfast with gorgeous, every single morning. Just gorgeous. Um, I went away with my ferret. No, I went, yeah, I went away. And uh, had my friend's house sitting because I I was th- I sort of got to this point where I'm like I can't I can't move I've got a lot of animals mm. right and I can't really move them out of their home I feel like they need to be yeah. in their house where they're comfortable and everything I would rather pay my friends whatever to stay at my house yeah and and look after them there because I feel like less is going to go wrong but anyway <laughs> my friend bought had her cat there and it murdered my rabbit yeah so that was like traumatic there's something that happens every time yeah it's it's hard work (laughs) yeah horrific um and my rat got sick when i was away and i had to put my rat down it's i've yeah i just feel like i can't go away and it's really bad i feel like i'm stuck constantly around around well it's awful because i feel like there's something psychologically where Maybe I I feel that there's too many things that are dependent on me. Okay. So then I feel stuck in my life. Like I can't really leave. Like I've got children that are dependent on me. I've got a husband who has a brain injury that's somewhat dependent on me. Yeah. And then I've got all these pets. And then I feel like I've brought it on myself. I've, I've done it to myself. I bet there's something mm. with that. But I can't really go away because... Like, why do normal people go away and it's all okay? Yeah. It doesn't matter if I put my animals into a cattery or a dog. There will be something, something that goes, goes wrong. wrong. It's you. It's you. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, I've looked after people's pets before and it's never, I've never had a problem. Mm. And um, what happened was I got home. And so you had told me, keep the dogs outside because you're like, I don't want them to. Well, I also have this thing where I'm like, you're doing me a favor and I don't want it there to be stress on you like I'm always like about minimizing the stress it's okay I'm relaxed I'm totally chill just keep them alive yeah that's kind of how I feel so I had already kind of made a mistake because um no like I mean I I did want to leave them inside Mm. um but Palmer was like no like keep them outside like that's what Annie wants and I was like yeah okay like he was like I feel bad about it too but we'll leave them out there like they're dogs they're fine they stay outside all the time and I was like yeah no worries 
And I have this thing whenever the back door is open and Benson can run in and out, um, even though I'm home, I'll always just be like sitting there and then I just have this panic like maybe the gate is open and I run to check and it's always shut because Mm. our back gate, as you know, is extremely difficult to open. Like, yeah, it, it can't just blow open. I can't open it. No, yeah, it's you I actually can't open can't. it. I have to come and let yeah. you in. So it's a really hard gate. And I'm always like, oh, B, like, what? Don't stress about it because you know it can't open. Yeah. So I was at work that day and I had this pang, like, oh, could you imagine if the gate is open? And I'm like, Bianca, relax. It's never mm. going to happen. And I get home from work and I pull up into the driveway. And the light was on in my bedroom. And I thought, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, Palmer left the light on as per usual. Like, Ugh. I get out of the car and I just see Tofu's head popping tofu out is of this. my dog. Yeah. So my dog's name's the Tofu and Tempe. Yes. <laughs> so I see Tofu's head popping out of the side and I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck are you doing? And then he starts coming towards me and I'm like, no, 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 okay, go, go, go back. So I run, ran, run, come through, finally shut the gate, which was hard to do because mm-hmm. the gate is hard to shut and open. Get the gate shut and then I'm like screaming for Tempe and she's not there. Now, because the light was on in the bedroom... I thought, best case scenario, someone's broken in (laughs) and they've let Tempe inside and then they've left with all of my goods and valuables. How considerate of a... Yeah, I was like, they just left one in and they've run out the side and luckily Tofu was too afraid and he didn't leave. Like That literally was like, I would rather every worldly possession of mine be gone and Tempe be in the house (laughs) than it be that Tempe's gone. And so I'm running through the house, Tempe's not there, and I, I, the scream that came out of my body Mm. like my soul escaped from my body I screamed so loud and I just the the first thought you have is she's been hit by a car like I live on a busy street they're doing roadworks on my street I was like oh my god Mm -hmm. like just thinking of a steamroller coming through and I'm like I have to call Annie now and tell her Mm. oh by the way I've likely killed your dog it was the most horrific thing so I get my phone and I call my husband and he's at work and there's so many guys at work there and they don't they all sound the same. I only know Palmer's voice. So I don't know who answers the phone, but I'm like This is Palmer's wife. It is an emergency. <laughs> I need to speak to him. I know he's doing a tattoo. Interrupt him and they're like, Oh, I don't know where he is. They're and I'm like just- Go find him like oh, screaming. Right. And then like Palmer gets on the phone and I'm like, Tempe's gotten out. And he's like, What's going on? I'm like, the fucking dog got out. Get home now. And um, I just broke down in tears and fell to the floor at that point. I didn't know what Which else to do. Which is a really big deal because, again, as we all know, you don't really cry ever. So, like, that just goes to show how serious oh, this situation is. I can't tell was. you. Like, I was bawling. And so, yeah. I, at this point, I didn't want to leave because Palmer's coming home. So, I just start calling the vets and I'm like, oh... Has anyone handed in a Chinese question? And they're like, no. And I'm like, they're like, give us the details of the dog. And, you're like, and I'm like, oh, um, his name is Tempe. And they're like, oh, Tofu and Tempe. <laughs> and I'm like, Regulous. oh, you fucking know the dog. I'm like, yeah, I'm the dickhead that lost it. And I call one place and I'm like, oh, and this dog, like, is it microchipped? I'm like, I don't know. I assume so. It's it not my fucking dog. I'm like, I've lost someone else's dog. And they're just trying to calm me down because they can yeah. hear the stress. And I'm like, no, the dog's gone. So Palmer gets home and he brings a whole cavalry with him. He's got a one of his friends, Hannah, she's on a bike. One of the other guys is on a skateboard and they're just like trawling the streets. I'm speaking to the um, workers at the front. I'm like, have you seen a dog? And they were like, one ran down that way and pointed and the other one went in here. And I was like, the other one. So clearly Tofu had gotten out but went back mm, in. Yeah. Terrifying to know, but he clearly was too afraid and went back in. Well, also, um, some might know this, some might not, Um 
well, all of my – this is probably why bad things always happen. I take in animals that are not just like everyday animals. They're all, all rescues and they're all high needs, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably – I'm also, again, probably to blame. But Tofu, <laughs> Tofu got attacked by a rot wheeler in um in January. So we went to a dog beach. He was in Liam's arms. It was the first time, first time they'd ever been to a dog beach because they're really scared of water. And we were yeah. like, this will be really nice. And because it's and such a really, calm beach as well, it's so beach. good for them to get into it. And then Liam had him in his arms and he was walking him into the ocean. He was in Liam's arms. So not... It's just crazy to me that this happened. But um, and he was in his little wetsuit because he can't. Like yeah. it's so pathetic. Like <laughs> he was in his little wetsuit because his Chinese christener didn't want him to get burned, and he had sunscreen on his little nose. And he was like, "Oh my god, I've got a little outing." And Liam went to walk him into the beach, and and as that happened, a um, and it doesn't, you know, I'm not blaming breeds or anything like that. I'm so not like that. Mm. But it just like uh, I'm just saying for sizing, size, size wise. wise, it was a large dog. Came over and ripped him out of Liam's arms and, like, absolutely mauled him and, and kept dunking him under the water, trying to drown him ever since. So, we, thank God my husband played footy because he tackled this other dog. Yeah. Um, but he got him back and ever since he's had um, attachment problems. So, he's yeah. really, really attached to me. So, he, I shouldn't be going away. Um, and he is afraid of every dog and yeah. every – like, he's afraid of men and dogs, which is – so weird, like it. It's it's a problem. Um, but I thought because you're over all the time, you're like his second mummy. Like yeah. you're the person that he comes over and he licks and stuff. And that's why I was like, it'll be fine. He's at mm. Bianca's all the time. It's yeah. his second home. I take him over there. He's been over there many a times. He knows yeah. Benson. It'll be fine. And he was fine. And he was fine. But this is the thing. Yeah. The reason he returned is, is because he's he, like, like I if know there is a blessing someone. in his mental health, because yeah. he's on bloody antidepressants, of course he is. Of course I've got to – they say dogs are like their owners, guys. Mm. He's like his fucking owner. <laughs> yeah. Um, if there is a blessing in that, it's that he is so attached that he just – he was like, oh, fuck, I'm scared. But I'm still going to return. Because I know. Because I know. Because he only came out of the gate when he mm. saw me and he was like, oh, you're home, you're home. And then him and Benson are going crazy like, Tempe is not here, by the way. I'm like, hey, guys, <laughs> I'm aware of that. Um, and I like shoved. So I'm freaking out. And I like had to give, um, I had to settle tofu and give him his um, antidepressant. And I like shoved it in his mouth and I was like, fuck, mate, I want this myself. I like even considered just taking some because I was like, I need to calm down. Um, so I'm running around. <laughs> And then because the construction guy said there's one down here. So I mm. call you at this point mm-hmm. and I break the news and you surprisingly were very calm. So calm. So Again, calm. I had taken my antidepressant. Okay, so yeah. That had here really I was <laughs> like no antidepressant, hadn't eaten either all day. So I was like about to faint and I'm trying to eat this apple, but it was yep. really old that this old apple in the fridge it was like semi-rotten apple and I'm like just trying to eat something for sustenance and I was like, I'm going to make myself sick Yeah, here. I think the thing is that um, I have <laughs> – Again, not great, but I have gone through so many. I feel like at this point in my life, I've gone through so many scenarios where it feels like trauma, right? Yeah. Then I'm kind of good at dealing in a crisis now. Yeah. With, you like, know what to I had do. like that earthquake thing last year, and I've had like lots of things like this. And I, I remember telling you a story. Um, okay, so. Maliki once, and I've never said this out loud because I've always felt really bad about my parenting and 
and this whole scenario. But um, Malachi once, when when Delphi was a tiny, she was a toddler, and mm. he's two years older, so he would have been like maybe she maybe might have been eighteen months, and he would have like three and a half, something like that. He um, climbed up in a cupboard. And he got Panadol down, and it was um, Dimadon. So it's really sweet. It's like a, a liquid. Ah. Uh, a liquid. Of course, it's a liquid. Of course, kids aren't taking fucking tablets. No. Any. But it's like a sweet. It's really sweet. It's not just like Panadol, which is a bit yucky. It's kind of sweet so that the kids will take it take better. It, yeah. Anyway, he gave her the bottle, and she essentially overdosed. Like she, she had heaps of it. And I came in and it was like so quick. I'd taken my eyes off them for a split second. I was living with my mum and dad at the time. Um, I was having a shower or something, came out and she was falling asleep, like mm. constantly. And I found the bottle and I talked to Melanie. He was a bit old enough to tell me what had happened. And I screamed. Yeah, And of I course. got really, and I've never like sort of forgiven myself for this, but I got extremely mad at him, Mm. really, really mad at him. And then went to the hospital and she, like, got tubed and all this stuff. And, look, she's fine. She's totally fine. And Liam did the same to me, right? Liam was like, pretty much you're a shit mum. You're the worst mum. Like, it's your fault. You had the fucking – the lid was not on properly. It's not Maliki's fault. And it's your fault. And I remember just thinking, oh, my God. Anyway, after she was fine, of course, you have time to reflect. Yeah. And I thought about it. And I'm like, okay, if the worst were to happen, mm-hmm. just say Delphi passed away. Fucking that's obviously the worst case scenario, obviously, right? Obviously, yes. How the fuck would I ever go through life knowing that I had – which and it was my fault. It was 100% my fault. I should have been watching. But how would I ever go through life knowing that I had blamed Maliki? He'd yeah. be psychologically fucked. Fucked up. Right? So now I have this like weird thing just from that one scenario, which ended up turning out well and I learned a lot from it. But now I have this thing in crisis mode where when you ring me and you're screaming and hysterical and can't talk and everything, <laughs> yes. um, and it's so upsetting and so traumatic, even though my heart is pounding and I need my dog and I am very stressed, I actually have this like blessing of perspective, which is if the worst is to happen, is it Bianca's fault? If Do do I want to do this? Would I want to put it on her? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Would I would I be able to live with myself? Like, because who hasn't left the gate open or something like yeah. that ever before? It could be me. Mm. But, you know, it just happens that it was you. So it's not your fault. <laughs> so I was like quite calm and you were fucking shocked. You were like, whoa, why are you yeah, not yelling at me? you're like... You're like, it's going to be fine. I'm like, no, it's not, Annie. And you're like, she's probably just hiding. I'm like, there's no one to hide. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's not that I'm myself. like chill and I'm like, oh, it's going to be fine. No, I'm not. I was shaking yeah. and I was like posting on social media. Everyone, please help, help, help. Yeah. But I suppose the thing is, is that I do have this like control now that I'm like, no, what happens is you have to live after, tra- you have to keep living after trauma. Yeah. And so you have to control yourself within the trauma. So it's it's interesting because hindsight in a traumatic experience is a very wonderful thing. Because you're like, it? I should have done this, I should have done that. Exactly. But you kind of have that hindsight as it's happening now. So you're yeah. like aware <laughs> as it's happening. You're like, no, I don't want B to feel bad for killing mm. my dog, which thankfully was not the case. <laughs> Yeah, it did not help me at all. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I, I went out the back. So everyone's gone and I'm making phone calls. And I was like, I'm so stressed out. I'm going to have a cigarette, right? 
And then I was like, no, I can't just sit here and do nothing. So I just like threw it down on the floor and then ran outside, come back, and it like had caught on fire. <laughs> and I was like, great. So not only do I lose one dog, I now burn down the house where the other two dogs are and like my yeah, job here did. is done. Yeah, great. Like honestly. But so I'm freaking out. I'm rolling around in the grass out front of my house like thinking maybe she's under a car, like maybe she's yeah. under the house. And then I get a call from Palmer and he's like, we have found her. You have no idea. But he's like, she's under a house. Mm -hmm. She was under a house three fucking blocks away, mind you. She'd gone really fast. She'd crossed a busy street, gone down a street, and the only reason we found her was because some kids across the street were playing outside and they said, are you looking for a dog? And we were like, they're like, yes. And they're like, is it a Chinese crested? And they're like, how the fuck do you know what that dog is? But (laughs) yes, it is a Chinese crested. And they're like, well, we saw one run under that house. So Palmer's like, I could just see her. She'd gone, like, to get under this house, you had to, like, crawl under some bushes, go down the side, and she was, like, right at the front of the house underneath. At the back of the house, so right underneath. And you could just see her paws. You couldn't see anything. And so Palmer's like, she will not come out. She's terrified. And so you were on your way back. And I was like, well, Annie's coming She'll come out as soon as she sees Annie. But I was like, maybe she'll come out for me. So I grab her lead. And I'm like an hour and a half away. Yeah. And I couldn't deal for much longer of her not being in my arms. I was like, I just need to secure this dog. So I crawl and I'm under there. I'm like, Tempeh, 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 please, Tempeh, please, Tempeh. And then she slowly comes out. And the the second I had that dog in my arms, you have no idea, like, the happiness and elation in me. Mm-hmm. I was so excited. But she was excited because she's like, oh, hi, nice yeah. to see you. And I'm like, can you stop fucking jumping because I need to get your lead on you. Like, that's all I care about right now. We can yeah. cuddle afterwards. And Palmer said when he saw that dog come out of the bushes on a lead, he's like, it was the happiest thing he's ever seen in his <laughs> life. He's like, I've never, it's like the stress. I've never seen him sweat so much ever. Like I've gone to Bali with him in like the middle of summer and like it's sweaty and he was sweating way more than that. Um, but yeah, it was, it was so such a fucking traumatic experience, honestly. Um, <laughs> and this is so bad. I shouldn't laugh. Like, I think I just laugh because, like, of course this fucking happened. Of course it happened. Yeah, of course it did. But I feel bad because I'm like, okay, so my dogs are fine. But I traumatised my best friend. No, I don't feel bad about that. <laughs> um, bought it on myself. Uh, but then again, the thing is, like, I honestly don't know how that gate got open. Yeah, and so we've got some theories. We've got some theories on it because... We have some pretty dodgy neighbours that have, like, thrown buckets of stones at us before for, like, making too much noise. And um, I, my theory is, and Palmer's theory is, is that because the dogs were in, like, a different house, they might have been, they might have been a bit scared, be- particularly because there's road work, so there'd be a lot of bangs going on and that they couldn't yeah, see or understand what's going poppers. on. I feel so bad. I should just be, like, keep them inside. But I suppose I just yeah. I assumed think... that it was going to be, like, every other time that they'd been to your house yeah. and they just run around in your garden. Well, I mean, I don't know how they were. Mm. It could have just been, like, because when I was home they were okay with me. Mm. The occasional noise would set them off, like, every dog. But maybe when they were outside in an unfamiliar environment, hearing all those bangs and stuff, maybe, and... The theory, because our gate is really hard to open. Mm. Like you, it, the wind can't blow it open. It physically it has to have been open has to have been human. opened by a human. So I think maybe someone, a nasty person, could hear them and came over, opened the gate, and was like, "Shut the fuck up!" And that makes sense because they would both run away. But tofu, tofu would, would have come back once the man left, and Tempeh fucking took off. Like that's the the other theory is that I did have some. Uh, 
a package coming from Australia Post, but I've told them before if I'm not There's home, no way. leave them at the front. I've never said There's leave no them at the There's no way that gate. happened. And that's never happened. So There's no way. They re- they just run and um, drop the parcel and they were Yeah, they don't. No. So I don't know what happened. I mean, I'm not trying to shift Unless the blame. Unless posties really do hate dogs. You know, that Maybe. whole like rivalry they have. Well, I mean, like, I oh. don't know. But I will say the <laughs> ironic thing. Australia Post. <laughs> the ironic thing is, is that... Um, because I was looking for a new job, I was like, well, maybe in the meantime, I'll do dog sitting. So I signed up and made a profile for dog sitting. I deleted it that night. I was like, There's no, no one is going to entrust me with their oh. dog anymore. I was like, it's not. My- Palmer's like, well, I guess we're off the hook now. He's like, no one's ever going to give us their dog. And I was like, Palmer. I was like, I feel bad because honestly, I'm running out of bridges that I've burned. Like, no, none of my friends literally will look after my animals now. My nah. other best friend, that was, you know, my rabbit got murdered on her shift. My dog ran away on yours. Like, something happens every no. single time. I will every look time. after them, but they are like, I have like several doors to shut until they can mm. get outside, like the Titanic, when they just mm. keep like dropping the doors to keep the water in closed that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna lock them in like every single fucking bedroom so that there is no way they can get out yeah um My, but annie has this list oh I, yeah she has a, a list that she normally gives people and i mean it's kind of a joke because it doesn't really stop things from happening yeah so she did not give it to me um because i just assumed like i i get <laughs> i get very worried that i am highly strung about my animals and i know that everyone knows how much they mean to me they're, they're like, oh, how do I even explain my animals? They're, in a way, um, what is it like when you've got a pet for your mental health? Like, what is that? Like a, oh, like, like a, uh, like a, you know, what I I'm know, that I do know what you're trying to like, say. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. I'm as reliant on them as they are on me. And I think more my friends know that. And so they get really freaked out. And I don't know. Well, anyway, look, I just want to say one point mm. in. So Annie has got a lot of um, notes, but the one point because she didn't give me this, you didn't give me this. So well, it's six pages long. Six pages, people. It's six pages long, and it's like goes through everything about my pets, like every tiny thing, yeah. because I'm like. No, I'll write it down and then, you know, whatever they choose to read, then that's fine. But they don't feel like they have to, you know, ring me all the time. It'll be okay. Well, I will say, but then I also think it's a bit over You sent me one message just telling me what medicine to give them. I read it and I still fucking medicated them wrong because you said to give (laughs) Tofu half of of a depressant pill and I gave him one, a whole one for the first two days. And then I read it again and I was like, oh, (laughs) sorry, mate. Um, Yeah, over-medicated you there. I'm really apologetic. But so one of the notes on Annie's thing, which is a good thing, yeah, which is a good thing she didn't give this to me because it's like the one thing I couldn't fucking do, basically. It's actually so funny in hindsight. (laughs) Last note, Annie is extremely paranoid I'm, about her pets dying. I, and while I love away. that I write this in third person, like it's actually coming from me and Liam, but everyone knows. I know, everyone yeah. knows that I've written it. I Liam know. has had no put in this, but I'm just like, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Annie is extremely. It has happened every time she's gone on holidays over the last few years. Bracket, rabbit, rat, ferret, guinea pig, cat. Seriously, it's happened a lot. Close bracket. <laughs> we know we shouldn't have to say this because you will try your best to take care of them. Like I love it how you say it. I know I don't have to say it, but I'm fucking saying it anyway, all right? So pay attention. I know we don't have to say it because you're taking your best care. But 
please take good care of our animals. We love them so much. And Annie is very attached to them. We just want them alive when we get home. Thank you. If I had fucking read this and that dog got out, like, even though I know, but the fact you've, like, written it down in black and white, I would have been like, great. Honestly, when I was looking for her, I was just like, well, there, I was like, there goes your best friendship. I was like, goodbye podcast. Like, say, off you go. Like, it was good while it lasted me. Like, fuck. Oh, no. It's yeah. fine. My poor mum, too. We were on holidays. My mum had the day off. My sister did, too, because it was in the school holidays. And mum was, mum had nothing on and she goes, oh, I might come down. It'll be really nice. Like you all look like you're relaxing Relaxing time. Look, I saw you on Instagram. It looks really relaxing. And then obviously Timmy goes missing and I'm like, Leanne, look after the kids. And I couldn't tell the kids, but... Until it was all over. Oh, but I, did that's think, a whole I did think like, oh, my God, your kids are going to be like, you, Bianca, are the one that killed our dog. We hate well, you Well, you did call and I was like, <laughs> I fell to the ground, like nearly fainted. <laughs> and then I tried to start acting like it was fine. And I just sat back up on my seat. I'm like, yeah, no, that's yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then Delphi goes, what's happened, mummy? What's happened, mummy? I'm like, no, nothing. nothing. I'm just going to go back to Melbourne. I'm just, mum, you're going to drive me back to Melbourne. Mum's like, yeah, yeah. And then Delphi goes, Excuse me, we don't have secrets in this family. Oh, we don't have secrets in this family. I'm like, no, no, no secrets. No, it's fine. Like everything's chill. We're all good. But my mum turned to me and she's like, "Why did I think that I would be fucking relaxed around you? No, like, all the time. Oh. I can't help it. Anyway, <sighs> so, so look, we we, we did put together some. Some tips because we're fucking experts through life, through life <laughs> fucking experience. I kind of went with, I don't know if you've seen How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, but when she's like, you know, dating how to in reverse, what not to do. Yeah, look, we know what I, not. Yeah, to do. I kind of know what not to do in uh, pet sitting, but we have written together some notes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first one is <laughs> I. I mean, I know that I'm a little bit over the top with mm. this, but like, I do think that you need to on your computer just have. All of the stuff about how to look after your animal. So I've got it in headings. I've got like cats and then their names. Okay, this might be a bit much. Uh, like got description of, the, of what they look like. I would hope that someone would actually, I if know. they're looking after my pets, they'd know which one's what. But whatever. I, it's <laughs> really, I'm really sensitive to it. Yeah. And then it, I've got like routine, their routine, where they sleep, food and all that sort of stuff. Right. Okay. Maybe a little bit over the top. Okay. Nah. But I keep it on my computer and just keep updating it. And then... Mm. You, what happens is you just hit print when like and so it's constantly updated yeah and i think and the good thing as well is then people don't have to bother you that's what you're saying yeah. you know like because the like you don't want to be looking up someone's pets and then being like oh how much do you feed them and yeah do they do this so and where's that yeah the other thing is is when you leave like if someone's coming to your house to pets at your animals leave everything in one basket don't leave the collar in one yeah. cupboard and the food over there like literally just pull it all out mm-hmm. like the medication whatever they need whatever the person is going to have to need put it in one basket so yeah. you're not like writing in the list like the dog food's kept in this cupboard and the cat eye drops yeah, are over there make it easy Fucking, for the person come on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay the other thing is obviously like if it's going to be um someone that you haven't met, like a dog sitter or whatever, you have to have a trial run. Oh, my God, yeah. Not necessarily a, a, like a sleepover trial run, but just have them over or if they're well, going to your house, vice versa. Exactly. Go to the environment where the dog is going to be or the cat is going to be. If they have another dog, make sure that they meet. Along. You know, you have to make sure of that because – 
You don't want your dog to. I mean, yeah. and most pet sitting, um, like I've used two pet sitting companies before when I've gone away, and every time they will not let you book without meeting them first. No. It's such an important step. Yes, of course, and like it's just a dear brain one. Like, of course, you have to do that. Um, okay, my other tip is make sure that you strongly exercise your dog before you drop them off. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because, like, it, it's it's something that, you know, your dog is full of energy when you yeah. leave and they are going to go, like, they're going to go crazy bananas when you leave because mm-hmm. they're going to miss you and whatever. So strongly exercise your dog so then they're a little bit more sleepy and then they're a little bit more relaxed when yeah. you first drop them off. Otherwise, they're just going to, they're going to take ages to settle down. 100%. Um, my other one is, of course, if you're going somewhere, like if you're dropping them at someone else's house, yeah. which again, I feel weird. Like yours, how your house to me is the only house I probably would because my dogs go there a lot. Yeah. But, um, bring their bed and all of their things that they're yeah. used to. Don't just bring them over and expect that your friend's going to give them a blankie or whatever, or, you know, even mm. though my dog slept in your arms, apparently, but bring yeah. their like little items that are from their home to make their home a home. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, the other one is, you know, on my little list that I was talking about, the numbers that, um, the things that you write down. Please let them know your local vet. Yes. Oh my god, so, so important. important. And as well, like let them know the amount of money because if you're going somewhere where there's no range or whatever, mm. like, and you're not going to be in service, and something happens, you should be like, I've. I'll give my credit card number to the vet. Yep. So if something goes wrong, you can just pay whatever it is. Do you yep. know what I mean? Or say like I've got like five hundred dollar excess on my yep. like on my pet insurance. If you pay it, I'll pay you back. That's exactly right. Have so, some sort of communication as to what's gonna happen if something goes wrong. Hopefully it doesn't. Especially time zones. So like I went overseas and the time zone was different. When yeah. I was sleeping they weren't and, and they were trying to get in contact with me because one of my pets was unwell and they and they were like, um, you know, where where do I go? What's your local vet? Of course, luckily, because I'm organized, I had it all down. So they just go to my local vet. The other one is, say, my grandma has looked after my pets and she's not from um, the area and she doesn't have a car or whatever. I also put on there, like, my local friend that will help you drive. Yeah. Or, you know, um, for grandma, it would be, like, the taxi number or whatever, just, like, so that they can get around and transport them. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Obviously. What do you think? What else? Um, I think... Oh. Oh, I mean, just, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, like, just tell them as well, like, about the behaviour of your dog, I guess. Like, and what kind of triggers they have. Like, um, so, like, some dogs don't like the vacuum cleaner. Like, my my dog's fine with it, but some dogs hate it. So, you just Mm. be like, can you please not vacuum when I'm gone? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because it, like, freaks them out too much. Just, like, try try and tell them about the dog, like, your dog and what they like and what they don't like so that you know what to do. Yeah, your your expectations of them and what their needs are. Now, there is one thing that Annie has written, which... Oh, my God, what? Oh, my God, honestly. It's so funny. So, I think that that's our points, isn't it? What are you bringing up? Okay. Oh, my God. This is one of the points that Annie has written and it's fucking hilarious. No, Okay, look, I agree. I agree with it, but it's funny. Okay. 
please don't <laughs> please don't ever poo or wee shame my pets. If they make a mistake, don't rub their nose in it. <laughs> don't yell at them. Don't upload images to the internet. We all make mistakes and have pooed or and or urinated in the wrong place at the wrong time at some stage. Compassion first. <laughs> Brilliant. I reckon that's No, I think I it's good. I actually do think it's great. I'm just saying, you know, it's a weird the fact that you had to write that. I mean, surely, though, no one poo shames their pets. Oh, people do, you know, like they take photos. Oh, I don't know. Really? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't poo shame someone else's pet. People, I wouldn't even poo shame babe, my own. Pe- people poo shame their kids. Yeah, well, that's just like, not right, yeah. is it? Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm glad we've lived through the trauma. I think it's brought us even closer together. I gotta tell you, yeah. I think just another one, another little thing that we had to go through. I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm surprised I'm still living, to be honest. Like, I've got grey hairs, literally got grey hairs. I woke up the next day and I was like, great, I've gone grey because of mm. this. And I'm surprised my heart didn't just like spontaneously combust because of the stress. But no, I'm glad. Like, when I dropped them off the next day and there were two of them going home and I got them in that gate. I was just like so relieved. I'm like, they're off my hands now and I've returned them healthy and that's all that matters. Yeah. And um, Tempe came up to you and was giving you heaps of cuddles and stuff last night. It was very cute. I she know. Yeah, I know. Both of them do love me, but. So much. But, um, but yeah, it's... Jesus. Good on you, Tofu and Tempe. <sighs> yeah. Just, yeah. So if you, if you know, take those tips away um, and just, you know, don't lose, just don't lose the pets. That's my, that's my word of advice for anyone <laughs> that's listening. <laughs>